0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and of course the tarot. I'm your host Gretchen Evangelista and you can follow this podcast on Instagram at self love tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show. So before we get started, I just wanted to say happy birthday to Self Love Tarot. It is two years now that I have been running this podcast and it feels like it's been a lot shorter than that, but I can't believe two years has finally gone by and I've got to meet and talk to and interact with a lot of you guys through Zoom, through Instagram DMs, through comments, and uh, through the reviews. And I thank you guys so much for being here um, and for supporting the show. And so I'm just so excited to do this episode because I feel like the High Priestess is such a treat. And I feel like the High Priestess right now is super relevant Just because I've been through my hypnotherapy training and I've learned so much about the subconscious. And I feel like I have so much to share with you guys regarding that. So we're going to get into all of that and more today when we talk about the high priestess. So let's just jump into it, right? So the high priestess is, to me, such a useful card and understanding the high priestess in your own journey is so crucial if you are someone who wants to create or build something that feels so huge, that feels so out of your league at the moment. For example, I've been talking to a lot of you guys. You, A lot of you guys seem to want to step in to the tarot space as a tarot reader and accepting payments for that for the first time. If maybe you've only been reading for family or friends or maybe even just yourself just being able to step in as a confident tarot reader. I've heard a lot of you guys talk about that. I've also heard you guys talking about wanting to um, create your own tarot decks which is amazing. A lot of you guys are actually doing that and I'm so impressed and I'm so excited to see all of it. But you know once you have this dream Of course, there are some struggles and challenges that come along with that from even just starting. like It doesn't even have to be anything spiritual, but just starting your own Etsy shop, for example. Starting a business, building a skill, showing up as a healer or an entrepreneur or becoming an artist. You know, all of that stuff. And when we are in this transformational journey, it's really easy to feel discouraged. It's really easy to believe that, maybe this isn't for me, you know, like maybe not having a ton of confidence or belief in ourselves that we can do it because we don't have those tangible results yet of like 500 reviews on Etsy or a thousand followers on Instagram or whatever. And it's also really easy to look to our own past And use that to limit what is possible for us. Let me say that one more time because that is important that we all do. Most of us have this tendency to look to our past, like past failures for example, and use that as evidence for why we can't create an amazing future for ourselves. And this was a huge discovery for me While I was doing RTT, all the hypnosis sessions for other people, and while I was receiving hypnosis sessions for myself as well, is a lot of these resistance blocks that we have in our minds around pursuing our wildest dreams lies deeply in our subconscious, which is the realm of the high priestess. So a lot of things that come up are like, I can't do it. I'm not someone who can do something like this. This is a dream that might be for someone else. Other people can do it, but it's not for me. Other people can do it so much better than I can. So why even bother? I'm not good enough. I am not doing enough. Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. All of that stems from the beliefs we have created in the past. And these beliefs are often just conclusions we've made up when we were only four or five or eight years old like really young and it's crazy like in the middle of a hypnosis session for example um, that I was receiving I was doing it around guilt and it brought me back to the scene where I was four years old and I had accidentally sat on a box and broke this really expensive statue that my aunt had brought over from the Philippines for my parents And I remember starting to cry and I felt so bad and so guilty at that moment. And I concluded when I was only four years old, that I am bad. I do bad things that hurt other people. And that scene from my past contributed to present day feelings of guilt that I was carrying around. When objectively, I was only four years old. It was an accident. You know, four year olds, little children, they break things all the time accidentally. And I did nothing wrong. I was an innocent kid. And you know, if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't reached into my subconscious to see what was causing me a lot of the pain and the guilt on this conscious level, I would have walked around the world continuing to think that I am a bad person who hurts people when that is not the truth at all. And if I walked around believing that about myself... That could have prevented me from doing the work that I do today and helping people and serving people and striving to make a difference. So, in other words, if we stay in this way, if we stay in the thoughts and feelings that we had when we were kids, the past will continually define our futures and what we believe is possible for us. So, that's the first takeaway about the High Priestess is, you know, how this card offers us. The opportunity to look beyond our conscious results and beliefs and thoughts and ask our subconscious minds, what is the root cause behind these feelings of inadequacy? What happened when I was younger that may have contributed to me feeling like I'm not worthy enough to do this, not worthy enough to fulfill this amazing dream? What happened when I was younger That caused me to believe that it's way too scary to put myself out there. It's too dangerous to be seen and to be visible and to be heard. And when we look to our childhoods, we look to it because we are largely operating at the subconscious level as children. That's why children are so creative and open. Because the creativity and the subconscious go hand in hand. That's why they're able to soak up and absorb new languages and skills and everything because they're like a sponge they soak up everything around them and so we have the high priestess who's the ruler of the subconscious realm whereas we have the magician the um, first card is known to be the ruler of the conscious realm the high priestess is different because she gives us she offers us the gift of healing the past so we can liberate ourselves in the present moment which allows us to create an amazing, inspiring future for ourselves. And I'm going to say that again one more time because I just really love this. (laughs) The High Priestess gives us the gift of healing the past so we can liberate ourselves in the present, which allows us to create an amazing, inspiring, compelling future for ourselves. And so... Another aspect of the high priestess that I adore is the value and emphasis of invisible things, invisible forces. And this concept just makes me feel so excited. Because we live in a culture, we are trained very young, like we are in a society that largely focuses on physical, tangible results. For example, I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank recently. And so like, On that show, you have so many enthusiastic entrepreneurs with great ideas and great products and everything. But a lot of these sharks, these business entrepreneurs, like they always say, you know what, this is great. But you have no sales, you have no profits yet, and so I'm out. I'm not offering you a deal. So like we are trained, especially in Western society... To place high value on the physical things, the physical aspects of life. And almost no value on the invisible things. Even though it's the invisible things that make the world go round. It's the invisible things that create the physical things that we see and feel and touch here. And so when we are like at the bottom of the mountain, when we are about to do this huge thing, this thing that feels impossible for us. We all start with nothing, from nothing, at least in the physical sense. And that can be the discouraging part, right? So when I um, first started this podcast, no one knew about it. Barely anyone listened to my first episode. Barely anyone listened to my second episode or third episode or fourth episode for a very, very long time. But I kept going because I had this internal drive to keep going. I continued to see myself see this vision of myself as someone who had this amazing tarot podcast and that vision that invisible vision the vision that i could only see made me very very happy and happy enough that i did not give 10 shits about the number of listeners in the 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 viewer count or whatever like all the analytics analytics i meant to say and <laughs> what did i mean to say i meant to say Analytics and statistics, but I combine the two together. But you know what I mean. I didn't care about any of that stuff. And like now many of you are hearing me listening to this podcast right now, two years later. And I feel like right now my podcast didn't necessarily get better because I have more listeners now. My podcast was amazing from the very start. Before I ever hit record the first time. And so a lot of us feel like we are quote unquote out of our league with the dreams we might have because we look at wildly successful people like who are out there doing all this stuff with all this experience and skill and followers and viewers and profit and clients and the demand, all this stuff. We look at their results and we think that they make amazing things because they have so many customers, because they have so many YouTube channel followers because they have like a million TikTok views, whichever. They are really skilled tarot reader because they have a lot of Instagram followers. And I don't think a lot of us realize that this is a big reason why we might not get started on a dream or get started on a project. is because we look at all the successful people out there and you know we see that we don't have their result and that it will take a very long time and a lot of hard work to get to that result so why even bother like we look at our own circumstances and if we're starting from the beginning we have zero people watching us zero people following us zero people interested in what we have to say zero people interested in our tarot deck or our novel or our tarot readings. And because of that, we tend to think that that's why we aren't good enough. That's why we aren't talented enough. That's why we can't do it. And that maybe we shouldn't even keep trying anymore. And what I guess I'm saying is, fuck social proof. And I feel like that's the essence of what the high priestess is saying. It's like the magician is out there doing all these tricks and handstands and taking all this impressive action and being like, ooh look at me. And the high Priestess is like, fuck that surface nonsense. My power is invisible. It's in the unseen realm. The energy, the infinite potential that is in everything. And I don't need to do these flashy external things in order to validate the amazingness that is already within me. So let's say you're starting from the beginning. You've decided, hey, I want to become a tarot reader. I want to provide readings for people and get paid doing it and just do something really fun like that or maybe not get paid, whichever. But showing up as a tarot reader and um, let's say you are starting at zero. You have no clients, no money, no profit. You've only read tarot for yourself. You have zero experience reading for others. I want you to see that particular circumstance of that as if you were in Antarctica, somewhere really cold. And I want you to visualize that this starting point is like this little flat mountain of ice. It's not that spectacular at first. You look at it, it's really easy to overlook. It's just this clump of ice. Doesn't look glamorous at all, not flashy at all. So that clump of ice that you are overlooking is what you believe is reality. It is what is right now. You have zero clients. You have zero experience. You have zero likes on your Instagram. You have zero inquiries for readings. But then you put on your high priestess glasses for a second and you zoom out and you see that beneath the surface, beneath the water that this small clump of ice is sitting on is actually... This giant-ass piece of iceberg. It's like how we often explain the difference between conscious levels and subconscious levels in your mind through that iceberg diagram. So I'm using that same visual right here, that this small little mountain of ice is actually a magnificent, huge iceberg just sitting right there underneath the surface. And the only thing that you can see is this wimpy little ice mountain. And that is what embodying the eyesight of the high priestess is like. Seeing what's energetically there before it's ever there in the physical. And I think that is the most amazing, empowering way to live. That is such an amazing, creative way to live. Like If you consider yourself a creative person, which I know most of you guys listening are then this ability to already see what's not there is a natural gift for you. And you don't even know it. That is what lifting the veil means. You guys get to see behind the curtain what the spirits and angels and guides are happily working out just for you. What the universe is happily working out just for you. And you know, sometimes it's a matter of patience, yes. But it can also be a matter of just placing your trust and your faith in the energy in the invisible realm rather than the physical appearances and really energy is what creates these physical appearances anyways according to quantum physics and all physical things are preceded by invisible things all visible things that we see here were preceded by an invisible thing so it's really all the same you're just placing your belief in the raw material of the universe instead of the outdated, old, stale bread that's been sitting on the counter for weeks. It's like what Abraham Hicks says all the time is your current day reality right now, all the physical aspects in your current day reality is like chewing the same piece of gum that has lost its flavor a long time ago. Like it's time to let it go and spit it out and uh, you know (laughs) I don't know how else to end this analogy (laughs) I was about to say like and put something new in your mouth but that just sounds kind of weird so I'm not gonna do that (laughs) but what I you know you guys know what I mean and so on that note I wanted to share with you guys a quote that is um from one of my favorite books at the moment which is called the Complete Notes from the Universe by Mike Dooley, and I've seen this book uh, like for years now, but I feel like like recently I've lined up with the energy of this book, and now I'm reading it, and it's like amazing. But I remember picking up picking it up like two or three years ago, and not really feeling any resonance from it. So that just goes to show that there's a right time and right place for everything. And all things. But anyways, I wanted to share this passage with you, this quote. Lags and delays... Oh wait, before I do this, let me... Before I do this, let me kind of premise this with basically this entire book is the universe talking to you through notes. So the... Um, this is from the pers- this is written from the perspective of the universe talking directly to you. Okay, now let me finally share this quote: <laughs> "Lags and delays should never be cause to assume something isn't meant to be. They're just the cloaks and curtains I work behind. And dearest, if you could see what I now see moving behind your curtains, you'd never, ever settle less for anything. I I messed it up. (laughs) Let me say this again. And dearest, if you could see what I see now moving behind your curtains, you'd never ever settle for less than exactly what you want. I don't know why the wording of that just wasn't computing in my brain. So I hope you guys got the essence of that quote. So this is the perspective that the high priestess offers us. It's like, I know nothing is really happening on the external right now, but if only you could see what was happening behind the scenes for you. If only you could see what is being prepared for you energetically and that it's already complete in the invisible realm and it's about to be birthed into the physical realm. If only you could see that, you could feel so much more relief and excitement and that anticipation. And it's very exciting to tap into this, to tap into the perspective of the High Priestess. Like it's so like, inspiring for me to live a life as someone who creates, not as someone who is limited by what's already here. And I'm going to share with you guys another quote, hopefully I don't butcher it again, by Carlos Castaneda. Castaneda. <laughs> Carlos Castaneda, sure. And it was a quote that was originally quoted by Wayne Dyer in his book, Power of Intention. So it says, intention Is a force that exists in the universe. When sorcerers, those who live of the source, beckon intent, it comes to them and sets up the path for attainment, which means the sorcerers always accomplish what they set out to do. And so, in this quote, intent or intention is the same principle. And so, in this quote, I see intent or intention as the same as working with the invisible forces. And I just love that he broke down the definition of sorcerer. Like, a sorcerer is a person who lives from source. Who lives of the source. Like, I just love that. And wisdom like this, it can be as esoteric or as plain and simple as you want it to be. Like, I don't think... Like, I feel like a part of the high priestess is the mystery and the... um the esoteric nature of everything and not being able to fully understand something or kind of being like locked behind closed gates, stuff like that. I genuinely don't think... There are such things as like locked up secrets of the universe or wisdom that is locked behind closed doors or anything. Like I think there are new levels of awareness that we can all reach and through those new levels of awareness, that's when we're able to understand these concepts maybe at a deeper level. But I believe this can be accessed by anyone. And so the high priestess may seem daunting at first, but I don't think it's meant to be. I think it's our mind filters, our cultural conditionings that make it seem like it's this hard thing to understand, this hard to reach place, but it's not. It is your birthright to have power. The power to change things, the power to transform circumstances and alchemize things and create what you truly want in your life. Not because you need that to be happy, but because you are here to create and expand the universe through your own beautiful soul expression. So if you were scared to put yourself out there because you're scared of the idea that maybe no one will see it, no one will care, no one will see the value in it, and maybe you're just simply scared of trying this new thing because you're scared of being bad at something, like learning how to draw and being objectively bad at it, or learning how to play the piano and being objectively bad at it, um, like I invite you to, I invite you to reconsider this. To not give away all your power to current appearances. To not give away your power to the numbers. To not give away your power to the responses of others. To not give away your power to the circumstances of today. You're a creator. You're not a settler. You are not this victim of your current circumstances. You are a creator. And so what if you were to see this little tiny wimpy iceberg that you have and what if you're able to put on your high priestess eyesight and see the magnitude that is beneath you i want you to treat the invisible things as real things because they are real things just because it's invisible doesn't mean it's not real i love my boyfriend i love my dog i love my family and that love is largely invisible right It eventually turns into physical things like I send my dad money on his birthday, or I drive my mom to the airport, or I hug my dog. All of that, all of these actions manifest from the invisible realm first, from love first. So, what does this mean for you? This means for you that right now, the ground zero you think you're on. I invite you to consider that you are way, way further in your journey than you realize. Like if you think you're at a level zero, you're maybe actually at a level three or four or even five and you don't even realize it. And I also want you to consider actively trusting the invisible, the intangible, the unseen things that are moving behind the scenes, moving behind the curtains for you to turn that thought of it hasn't happened yet to it's happening. It's happening right now, and it is a sure thing, as Abraham Hicks would say. So recently I've become a lot more active on Instagram. I feel like me and Instagram are in good terms now, (laughs) and I will say I used to kind of judge being on social media a lot, but being able to interact with you guys and post about my day and what I'm working on has actually been really, really fun for me recently. So if you want to check out any of that stuff, any random daily tarot card pulls that I do, check out the podcast Instagram, which is at self love tarot. All right, guys, talk to you next time. Bye.